Hi, and welcome to Vibing With, brought to you by Puzzle of Color. Today, we are vibing with Nick Davis, the creator of Blossom. In 2019, Davis took on digital artistry after epilepsy left him unable to work. Using an iPad gifted to him by his wife, he began to experiment with computer-generated artwork. Inspired by the greats such as Basquiat, this St. Petersburg, Florida native began sketching and perfecting his craft. He strives to use his art to depict the raw emotions of Black people in their day-to-day joy and struggles. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. What happened to me? It's been a minute since we got to like really speak, so I'd love to like learn, uh, give the audience a little more about you, how you kind of got started, and what made you uh, uh, join the uh, Puzzle Color team. <laughs> well, I've I've always loved art. Um, ever since I was a child, but it's just I always wanted to do more with it. But um, my family members all deal with art and. I started having seizures probably about maybe six, six years ago, and it just shifted everything. Um, I would, I was going to interviews and stuff like that, and I wouldn't be able to get a job, and it would just be crazy. Like, I wouldn't have, nobody was pretty much wanted to deal with a, a boy who has seizures. And probably about June 2019, um, I just told my wife I can't do this anymore and I can't work anymore and stuff like that. So we went to church that day and they asked me to do a painting in, in church and immediately after it sold. And then it was just like, God just told me just to keep going. And my wife gifted me an iPad and an Apple pencil and it literally just took off from there. Um, it started off with the first day of school picture and Pretty much after that, it's just been a learning experience. <laughs> that is so amazing. So you've been doing art, you so you're saying about six years or no, 2000, when, when did you start? 19. So that's- I've crazy. been doing um, art all my life, but it started off with like portraits and uh, cartoon characters and stuff like that. And then it seems like these seizures, probably about six years ago, it just shifted everything. And it just like, it came out of nowhere, just black is beautiful. And for somebody who deals with anxiety and sometimes depression and stuff like that, my worry was always as a child was fitting in. So with my black art, it just gave me a way to put the emotions of a kid or just the things that the community doesn't really accept into artwork. And it's just pretty much the basis of it. Like with the Black is Beautiful, I just want to encourage everyone just to be themselves and just to love each other. I love that. Yeah, and like, how did you kind of come up with your style? Because like, you see, it's really kind of uh, muted colors and things of that nature. Is there like a particular influence behind that? Well, I would say I've always been a fan of like Carol Walker, um, Kehinde Wiley, um, Gary James Marshall, Jean Michelle Basquiat, and they just always I just love that deep, rich black skin, and it's just it just stands out so much, and it just seems like pretty much. I can't even really explain it. Like it just started going off crazy. Yeah. It just, what it really showed me from those artists is that you have to be yourself. And in order to put out a message, you have to be the one to set the example. And I like really like, I really like what your pieces always have some type of like emotion or some type of real deep meaning behind it. And you're like, I think, I don't know if you did all your pieces, we have like a quote from like a, <clears throat> a person of, of influence or power in all of your pieces. Is that something like you just 
Is it how you come up with your ideas, or is that something that you already like? Well, to be honest with you, it really just starts off with a drawing or a sketch, and it just seems like there's always a quote that goes with it somehow. And I just love to encourage people with the quotes. And it was just like, it's hard. I mean, the quotes just seem to just always go with it. And my biggest mission was to show that no matter your rank in life, or you may be a celebrity or something like that, we all go through this thing of a struggle. And it's just, that's it. <laughs> so you mentioned that you have family that's, that's art. Are they like professional artists or just kind of like something that's been an interest of people? We've had, in my family, we had painters, uh, people who just drew celebrities, landscapes, and they've always just loved painting. If it was painting a house or anything, and mm -hmm. it's just, they just always loved art. So you just grew up with art just throughout your family? Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, I'm not feeling my best today. I had a seizure yesterday. <laughs> so oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry about so I don't, I don't know if you're comfortable talking about it, but like, how did, do you know how it started happening or? Which, the seizures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would just see, think it would just be a, a shock in life. Um, for me personally, I had just, I started having those seizures right when I married, got married. And it just seems like it was just a big thing for me personally, who, who always stayed with his mother and just raised with a single mother and a brother. It just seemed like it was just a big shift for everything going on. It was just like a reality check. And it just seems like every, sing, every single time I have them, it just seems like things change. And to be honest with you, it seems like it's been a, a, a blessing for the seizures. And because I believe without the seizures, I don't think I would be Nick Davis, the artist. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. That's an inspirational way to look at what, what's been happening. Yeah. It's just, it just, I just love the, the side of art. And I believe with creativity, with the art in the community, that's the best way to express who you are and just express how you feel and just express really what's on your mind. Tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind this piece. I know you've got some beautiful pieces behind you as well, which are, I think, are, are, I believe they're all part of the same series. Tell us a yeah. little bit about, about, the, about your series that you're working on. Oh, well, the series is just, just to encourage people who they are. And I always have a little quote that goes with it. And I've created this saying over time, Black is inspiring, Black is encouraging, Black is love. And it just seems like no matter where you go in life, you need that positive reinforcement to let you know who you are. And it just seems like, it seems like God just told me just to stop trying to drive the seat and let him control what's going on in life. And since then, I've just been trying to encourage people just to accept who they are. Because when you look at our community, our community looks at men who who cry, they look at them as a, a weak person or you can't wear certain colors. Yeah. So with the ability to draw that into the artwork, it gives an idea of who you are and what you can be. And my biggest mission is to let people know that they're not alone in the struggle of life. Absolutely. I One thing actually, we, we've been to a lot of art shows lately, or not art shows, but just um, shows in general selling our puzzles. And we like this you know, puzzle just released this week as of when we're filming. Um, and one of the things that we've had is like people saying, well, where's where's a puzzle with a man on it? Like we have like, um, of course, we have prices with the father and son. Um, but I know people are really going to be excited for this one because there are a lot of people that are requesting a, a male subject. <laughs> I love it. It's just I really appreciate the opportunity. I've always wanted to do other things with my artwork. And this gave me the perfect opportunity. Yeah. So you are doing you do your art mostly using you, do, you paint and you do 
digital art? Like what's kind of your favorite medium? Well, I've always started off with just pencil and paper. And that one day they just asked me to do it with paint. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really a, a big painter. I don't really like getting my hands messy. <laughs> and like I said, it just sold right after. And digital art has always, I've always loved digital art. Mm -hmm. And I've always excelled in like Photoshop and different things like that. So the ability to transfer over that paper to pencil with the iPad, it just seems like it just came natural. Nice. Yeah. Great commercial for iPads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good plug for them. What's like the most challenging part of like switching from the from the uh from the pencil paper to like the iPad? I think with the paper and pencil, it's easier to keep up with things. Uh, with my first iPad, I had to do about 500 of these. And just one day it just stopped working. Mm. So, and I wasn't really up to like backing up things and just keeping memory of things. So I literally just lost all those pictures. Wow. And it just, ever since then, it's just, I wish they had a more of a automatic thing where they could just <laughs> think, but it's just, I love the paper and pencil because it keeps a better memory. I always grew up, I did a lot of drawing growing up and I never, I tried to do painting, but I really wasn't into it as much. I actually painted my walls when I was a little kid with like anime characters that I liked at the time. So like mm. Goku and Charizard or something like that. <laughs> uh, and it was like, I, I realized that I was like, yeah, painting is not the same. I don't like it. I don't. I feel like, like you said, it's messy for one, but like you can't really control the brush as well as you can do with a pencil. You, can, you got more control of how like big it is and stuff like that. Yeah. So I always thought painting was like hard to it's do. A, it's, a, it's a skill <laughs> that you have to really work on yeah like I can draw like we just did a, a event at a conference I was at and like we I had like drawn out what I wanted to do but then when I was painting I was like ah oh, this brush is too thick for, but now, now I've already done it and now you know yeah. like it's not as easy to like fix something I guess when you know sure. something unless you just know what you're doing it's definitely something you have to like really learn I just never really it's just like you say it's just a lot to do with it <laughs> and for people just paper and pencil you can just the way you hold it or something like that it's just comes a lot natural yeah. and but for digital artists i'm always intimidated by real painters like it's just because i just don't feel like digital art has the same kind of genuine feeling as paintings do and i've always just i'm just grateful that it's just came this far because it just lets you know that it's just art it's the ability and the creativity let alone just the materials that you use it with Absolutely. I mean, I'll tell you, our one of our top selling puzzles is a digital art, you know, like, I mean, in, it's, it's there, it definitely people appreciate all different forms, you know, and it's really cool to see. Yeah. Especially with everything going on with social media every day it's just people come natural just to just scrolling and just pictures and stuff like that. So I believe digital art takes a, um, a faster growth because you see it every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How, how do you think uh, what causes your like pieces to connect so well with the with the audience? You have a really big Instagram following and social following. So is there a particular thing that kind of like drew everybody in? Like a piece that went viral or anything like that? Um, people always say it's the eyes. And for me personally, I always have a hard time just looking people in the eye when I talk to them and stuff like that. And my biggest thing with art, I just like to show people that they can accept who they are and just no matter who you are, you're not alone. And for me personally, like I said, I deal with the social anxiety and just always, my mind is always going. I realized over time, like we base our lives on a 24 hour scale, but in reality, it's different times everywhere. And if you can apply art to every time, 
you can actually reach the world a lot quicker. And for me personally, just the, I learned that from Jean Michel Basquiat. He was just saying that you have to paint every single day. And for me personally, it just came so easy for me. Like I said, I have the seizures. I literally just wake up, draw, and go to sleep drawing. Wow. So how 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 long does it take you to complete a piece? Um, it really depends on what it is, but usually probably about two two to four hours. But I could draw probably about two two or three a day. Like I said, my mind is always going. I love reading books, watching documentaries. So I believe as long as you have a community and just a good inspiration, the create the artist block, the creativity block doesn't really go away. I mean, it goes away and it doesn't really come back as long as you keep your mind busy. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, like uh, we talk about like, you know, music being inspiration, but there are so many other things that, you know, living your life and, you know, the people you see, the, you know, all those different things and books and, and movies and, um, you know, documentaries. I love, I'm a big documentary fan. Um, you know, those are all great, you know, ways to inspire and to, to really spark creative juices. <laughs> Definitely. I, I've read all kinds of books from Tyler Perry to Albert Einstein, and it just to see their percep perception of life, like Martin Luther King, um, yeah, Malcolm X, and it's just, my mission was to be more like a, a Martin Luther King and encourage love, and one of my favorite quotes is, faith is taking the first step without seeing the whole staircase, and I pretty much just based my art off of that. I just let faith go, and I just follow it. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned, um, you know, that you have some, some, some anxiety and things like that. And we actually just did, well, not just, but we actually did a, a series um, about Black uh, minority mental, mental health. Um, and so like, what are some things that you do to help you, like, when you're going through some type of, some type of struggles? I'm, I'm pretty much grateful for my wife, because she's pretty much that, that other half of me. And it's just, I can really depend on her for the support. But I pretty much take my iPad everywhere I go. Um, so I don't go into that zone of just wondering what's going on. I just tune it all into the drawing. Mm -hmm. And I can draw in the car, I've, I've drawn in church, and it's just, you realize that it's like a portable studio. You can just take it everywhere you go. And that really helps me just keep my mind busy. So do you feel like your art differs like based on your your mood? Like, are, are you able to kind of tune it out and, and keep your art the same or is it something that you definitely notice like your your emotions within your art i would say you just, i just go by my feelings and it's just one day i can draw something that's sad or one that promotes uh black lives matter or something like that and it just goes by a feeling um my biggest problem is i never finish a book <laughs> and i read about probably about 70 pages of it and i just go to another book <laughs> and i come back to it over time and it just seems like my mind is always everywhere. It's just always thinking about life and how to improve it and just thinking about inspirations and stuff like that. Well, that's, I mean, that's a good way to, to live your life, though. I mean, if you're constantly trying to improve. <laughs> I, I love learning and I'm constantly just reading different things about uh, life, uh, Albert Einstein and just his theories and stuff like that. And once you wonder about the theories and you see how they view life, you can actually put it into a perspective of for people for millennials and stuff like that. And my biggest thing with, with the art was to put messages into the art that can influence our generation and above. Mm -hmm. And because I believe with knowledge, you have to pretty much upgrade it over centuries. You have to let it be known for everybody and it has to be accepted by every generation. 
I don't believe generations accept the first message, not necessarily accept the first message, but really understand and the perspective of it. So you have to bring that perspective to a new millennial. And I love having like a message of everything. We like, that's when we do our puzzles. We want people to have, uh, feel like they learned something or got a message from the puzzle for the art, for the artist. That's, that's great. <laughs> uh, speaking of, can you talk a little more about the puzzle, we, uh, the image we took for your puzzle? Um, I believe I, I forgot when I did that one, but it was just, I love that picture. And it was like one of my first times, I believe, doing a, a car in the picture. And I believe I used a, a Nelson Mandela quote with it. And it's just, like I say, the art just really goes on how I feel. Um, I usually listen to the music and I listen to everything from gospel to hip hop to R&B. And it's just, my mind just goes off of different emotions. And my biggest thing with that one was to show the the beard uh, is just to show the blossom in the beard and it's just to show the encouragement of him and just to show like the, the flowers and represent a, another side of a man. You a big car guy? <laughs> to be honest with you, I haven't even driven a car in probably about two or three years with these seizures. And it's just, I to be honest with you, I get anxiety in cars. <laughs> but I look at it as a, a different a challenge. Um, I believe it's like music. Um, if it's the same as the debut album, five albums later, there hasn't been any growth and you have to differently adapt every single day and be willing to make that change. Well, you mentioned music. Like, you know, the show is called Vibing With. How about you tell us, what is, what's the song maybe that inspired you for this piece? Or I know you said you listen to all kinds of music. What's, what's something that, that really, uh, what you think about when you see this piece? Um, I would probably see J. Cole, um, usually for about, I have a tendency of listening to an album over and over again, even with different pieces. And I would say J. Cole, I was just listening to him probably about six months straight. And his biggest thing was just to, he was just telling his real life story and just showing how life is. And I just love listening to his music. Oh, I'm a big J. Cole fan. What's your favorite album? I believe For Your Eyes Only. Yeah. Oh, really? And it's just, I, I love, I love his music. I think right. my favorite one is Forest Hill Drive, for sure. I can see, I can see that. That's probably my second favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got, some, he's got a great body of work, though, so. It's hard to pick. <laughs> All yeah. nice. He's got, yeah, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> rap. I just um, love all music, to be honest with you. I just, I believe with every different song, there's a different story, even from jazz to R&B to hip hop. I believe with jazz, you have the ability to create your own story with the music. And with R&B, I love listening to 90s R&B like Aaliyah and Usher and different people. And it's just like, they tell a story of love. And then you have hip hop that tells a story of life. And it just all works together in like a, a trinity. Yeah, I think J. Cole is really good at telling stories. Like he's probably like, it's what he does. He paints a picture of the life, of, of life. Yeah. And he just tells it to you how it is. And I, I, yeah, that's what I love about rappers like that. Like my favorite rapper is Luca Fiasco. That's what I give him here. Like his first two albums for sure was just like, definitely tell the tell the story and it's it's a uh, beautiful work <laughs> you know love it yeah i love it uh, i believe it was kick push start and <laughs> like Lupe yeah. I, I love Lupe Fest. i believe that summer we was just listening to him constantly yeah it said that you all these good artists they somehow just kind of disappear and fade away <laughs> but yeah you just have to look out and search for them it is. I just love, I listen to everything. I love listening to Lauren Hill and she, she pretty much similar to like a, a J. Cole where they just talk about life and they just talk about how they feel and what's on their mind 
versus just talking about the life <laughs> and the struggle and stuff like that. And it's just, Lauren Hill just, just encourages you just to follow faith and just be who you are and just love who you are. And I love her, her I believe it was MTV Unplugged where she just sung live and it was just, you can listen to those albums over and over again with different pieces and get a different perspective each time. Absolutely. What's a song, I mean, you're thinking about your wife since you said such, such a inspiration to your life. What's a song that, that you think you, makes you think of her? I always play around with her and I sing um, Joe. <laughs> I believe it was, I, uh, I want to know, I believe. And it's just, it just always, because I always want to know what's on her mind and she just always going everywhere. She's always doing her little thing and I just want to know what's going on in her mind. I just always play with her and just sing Joe to her and just get on her nerves. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I uh, love it. <laughs> six years, I believe, this Sunday. Oh, oh wow. wow. Congratulations. It's, I, I love it. It's just you, over time, you realize you need that help. You need that, yeah. like, backbone and that support. And it's just like a, a, a keeps you balanced. Yeah. And you share them more every day. Yeah. I love that. It's definitely, it's interesting because like with COVID and, you know, being stuck at home for, 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 you know, so long during the pandemic, well, you know, that's still going. Um, it definitely was like interesting because I know like, you know, some people were like, it, it really, you know, showed them their, how their relationship was working. And I, <laughs> and I was like, I actually was like pleasantly, I wouldn't say surprised, but I was really happy that like me and my husband, like we're really, we got a lot closer during that time. Like we actually, you know, I always say like marriage is fun if you if you if you marry the right person like. <laughs> I think with COVID, it just lets you it just reassured you that with marriage you can't lose the friendship and yeah. friendship has to come first with the marriage and it's just once you lose that friendship it's just a it's just marriage you're just living with somebody <laughs> mm -hmm. really and it just really gave me the time just to appreciate because like I said without her if she didn't buy that iPad and it just really I always play with her and tell her that she's the other part of indie art life. And it's just, it just, she's just a really cool thing. And I just appreciate it. So beautiful. I love yeah. it. Well, we are almost at the end. If you could just tell us, what do you have going on in the future? How can we follow you, all the fans of Blossom and all of your other work? Um, I would say for right now, just stay tuned for my Instagram, um, Indie Art Life. Uh, like I said, I, I draw every single day. And I just love to encourage people of different parts of the world. Over time, I learned that uh, you can't pretty much treat the whole world the same. You have to go by, you have to at least influence the person in, all, in front of you. And over time, it just created the domino effect, where if you inspire one person, they'll inspire the next person. And over time, it will change the world versus just trying to change the world at one time. And with my art, you can just reach me at IndieArtLife.com or just follow my Facebook, uh, Indie Art Life by Nick Davis. Awesome. Do you have any big product coming up? Any a new series or anything? Uh, not, not right now. Like I said, I just I just get in the passenger seat and I just let God drive and it's just wherever he leads me next. Um, I don't think I'll ever lose the basis of Black is Beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but it was just, I believe that hopefully in the future it'll be different subheadings or subtitles and stuff like that for different things. But I'm excited for the future. I just, I don't know really what's going on next, but I'm excited. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking thank the time. You. I know you're a very, very busy man. And it was <laughs> great, to, great to, to get to chat with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the puzzle. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for an episode of Vibing With. 
be sure to purchase a puzzle by this talented artist at puzzlesofcolor.com. You can also listen to a curated playlist of music to pair with this artist's puzzle on Spotify. Just search for Puzzles of Color.